culture lovers. Gledelekt nit aur, or Happy New Year. This is Jules, your host of the All Things Iceland podcast. It's officially 2019, and I am so excited to kick off the new year with this episode. Because the new year can feel like the time for new beginnings, well, I know at least it does for me, especially 2019, I thought it would be fun to talk about the person who founded Reykjavik and is recognized as the first permanent Norse settler of Iceland. So talk about new beginnings. Imagine going to a faraway land of an island that has a lot of ice and deciding to settle there. Well, I guess technically I did do that at some point in my life, but not during the medieval times. So (laughs) I find this story quite fascinating, and I hope you do as well. According to the Lan Naumabok, which literally means the Book of Settlements, Ingolver Arnason, his wife Halveg Frodadotter, his stepbrother Hjörleifur Hrothmarsson, and their Celtic slaves arrived in Iceland in the 800s and gave Reykjavik its name in 874. Ari Thorgilsson, a medieval historian, claimed that Ingolur and his crew were the first Norsemen to settle in Iceland, but there were some Irish monks who were hermits who had been living in the country before the Norsemen arrived. These people eventually left because they did not want to live amongst heathens. While it is true that many settlers that came to Iceland after Ingolur were looking for a new land to cultivate and call their own, Ingolur's main reason for leaving Norway was due to a blood feud that he had gotten involved in. He and his stepbrother, Hjörleifur, killed the two sons of a Norse earl, which resulted in Ingolur having to give up his land possessions to the earl. With no land of his own to speak of in his birth country, he set sail to the west to start over. What I find most interesting about where he decided to settle is Ingolver's method for choosing the place. While on his ship, he saw Iceland's rugged natural landscape in the distance. Instead of saying that he would settle wherever his ship hit the shore, he decided to leave it up to the gods. As a chieftain, His ship had a high seat that he sat on that had pillars with engravings on them. These carved pillars, normally from chieftains, would have a family name, a special emblem, and representations of all of the gods. However, it's worth noting that the god that the chieftain owed their highest allegiance to was prominently represented on the pillars. Interestingly, Ingolur took his carved pillars from his high seat and threw them into the water. He vowed that he would build his farm wherever those pillars came ashore on the island. Where his ship hit the shore is called Ingolshörde, and he spent his first winter there, but that is not where the pillars were found. In fact, Ingolshörde sent two of his Celtic slaves, Vifitl and Karli, to search for the pillars. Incredibly, It took them three years to find the carved pillars. They located them in a small bay in the southwestern part of the country. The slaves reported back to Ingolur immediately that they had found the pillars, but they were not impressed with the land where the pillars were located. 
Inglewood seemed to not care much about their opinion of the place, the gods had made the decision, and Inglewood moved to that place. He named the area Reykjavik, which literally means steam or smoky bay, because of the large amount of steam rising up from the nearby hot springs. To give you some kind of reference of how much land Inglewood claimed, his farm was between the Botsau River in Kvalfjörður, or Whalefjord, in the west, to Ölvusau River in the east. According to Google Maps, if you wanted to travel from one river to the next, you'd have to walk almost 100 kilometers, or about 62 miles. As a reward for finding the pillars, Ingolur gave Vipet and Karle their freedom and land to set up farms. He also gave a considerable amount of land to his relatives that came to settle in Iceland. At some point, Ingolur was the legal owner of the southwestern part of Iceland. However, he ended up giving away or selling a lot of the land to incoming settlers from Scandinavian countries. Of course, a settlement story wouldn't be complete without more drama. Ingolur's half-brother, Hjörleifur, was murdered by his slaves because of his terrible treatment of them. To avenge his brother's death, Ingolur tracked down the slaves and killed them in the Westman Islands, or Vestmanejar in Icelandic. Funny enough, the islands got their name from this event. Westmen, or Vestmen, was what Norsemen would call Irishmen. Because Eyjar means islands, Vestmanejar literally breaks down into Westman Islands. Unfortunately, not much else is known about Ingolver besides what I've shared in this episode. However, his legacy did live on through written word, and his son, Thorstein, who went on to become a noteworthy chieftain in the Viking Age. Thorstein is most remembered for his establishment of one of the country's first assemblies, or thing, in Kjörlanes, which is part of Reykjavik. These assemblies were the predecessor to the Althingi, or the Icelandic parliament, which is still called Althingi today, which many centuries ago met in Thingvetlir, which is a national park today, but the Icelandic parliament now meets in the building in downtown Reykjavik. A statue of Ingolur Arnason can be found in downtown Reykjavik on a hill called Arnarhotl. If you put that into a search engine like Google, you will get its exact location if you're interested in seeing it while you're in Reykjavik. Now that you learned about one of Iceland's most historic figures and how Reykjavik got its name, I'm going to move on to the random fact about Iceland. Lannamabok, which I mentioned early on in the show, is the Book of Settlements. It is an ancient text from medieval times that describes in great detail the settlement of Iceland during the 9th and 10th centuries. It is divided into five parts, and it has over 100 chapters. Unfortunately, the first copy has not survived, but the oldest copies of it date back to the late 13th century. All right, now I'm going to move on to the Icelandic word of the day, which is Ingolur, which is the name of the person I was talking about throughout this whole episode. And I find his name fascinating because it translates to noble or aristocratic wolf. And I will say that 
a little slower. So if you want to practice, it's Ingolver. 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 I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of All Things Iceland. I upload a new episode every week, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss them. If you want to connect with me, see when new episodes are being published, or check out my adventures in Iceland and beyond, because there are many of them, I will have links to my social media platforms on my website, from foreigntofamiliar.com, as well as any links to more information if you're interested in any of the topics that I talk about during this podcast. And if you are specifically really interested in learning more Icelandic words, I teach a new Icelandic word every day in my Instagram stories. So you can specifically look at that account if that is of interest for you. Þakkar þér fyrir að hlusta og sjáumst. Hlöplega!